Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. feeling after that uh that loss on sunday man we'll get into it <clears throat> welcome to mojo's pod show how's everybody doing tonight man we uh we're gonna have a good episode we're gonna we're gonna do our beer review like always i'm gonna do uh we're gonna talk about the last game in oakland lost to the jaguars we're gonna talk about the upcoming game uh the home game we have in la against the la Dischargers, and i'm gonna take your phone calls take this opportunity here to plug the podcast man make sure you're listening to the podcast version of my show on any place you can you can listen to podcasts so you know google play apple i uh apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify all those places anywhere you're listening to your podcast you can find me just search up murph's fan cave search up or mojo's pod show you can put mojo's pod show in your google search and you're gonna find me all over the place thanks for tuning in i'm gonna try not to be super sad you notice that i'm wearing some pretty fresh shades today these are my pit vipers it's a very special occasion the reason i'm rocking these pit vipers and you will see that in just a few minutes after we get in to our 
beer segment. Let's get up in this because I need a beer, dude. After last week, after Sunday, you know what I need? I need a beer. We're going to do this Christmas ale right here, man. It is Christmas ale from a place called Bell's Brewery. Bell's Brewery started out as a home brewing supply store in 1983, and they sold their first beer at the brewery in 1985. It's a nice little Christmassy thing. This is a shout out to my boy DG that left the voicemail last week, wanting to know something about some Christmas brew. Bell's Brewery is in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and this is a this is a Scottish ale. It's uh it's also a a wee heavy Scottish ale. We'll get into that in a second. Started out as a 5.5, and in 2016, they turned it to a uh, Wee Heavy, which now it's a 7.5. It has a, a khaki foam to it, I'm told. I'm told that it pairs, excuse me, it pairs well with a turkey dinner, and it's just your typical uh, Christmas brew. So they say the, the, the basic inspiration for brewing this was uh, to kind of create a seasonal beer, like a holiday type beer that kind of stands apart from, from the ones that are, are super spicy, you know, spiced that you can taste the, you know, the hints of uh, cinnamon and, 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 and stuff like that in it. But it's a high ABV. Uh, it's designed to be, uh, like I said, holiday beer that can be paired with food kind of without overwhelming the food. So Let's get down on it. Smell a little caramel, a little bread, kind of mellow aroma. Oh yeah, that's a Scottish ale. I'm gonna tell you right now, I can taste the Scottish ale. That's what it is. We heavy Scottish ale. Let me get into that a little bit. So Scottish ales were traditionally brewed, uh, obviously, in Scotland. They were light, which was you know, up to 3.5 ABV, and then they called them heavy if they were between 3.5 and 4% ABV. They called them exports if they were between 4 and 5.5. You got to fact check me on that, guys. My, my, my beer knowledge is maybe weaning a little bit in my older age. And then they're called a wee heavy if they're over 6% ABV. And this is 7.5% which makes it a wee heavy Scottish ale, Bell's Brewery, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Christmas ale. <sighs> yeah, man, I like it. I mean, I think you guys notice at this point, there's not a whole lot of beer that I don't like. It's kind of mellow, but you can definitely get the Scottish ale. I, I, I don't feel like a, a lot of heat or anything. I'm not hot. You know, it's not super high alcohol. Pretty good stuff, man. Comstock, Michigan, Kalamazoo, Michigan. They got it multiple places there. Check them out. Bell's Brewery, Christmas sale. Ah, cha-cha. All right. Let's get to our next segment. And we will let my boy here lead us in there. And you can understand why I'm wearing my pit vipers today. Let's do this. Dale D'Antoni, Wings of America. Shout out to Joe. All right. And, uh... Uh, yeah, a shout out to the YouTube channel out there. All right, Riff Dale D'Antoni, Neon Icon, and you're watching Mojo's Pod Show. Uh, if you could leave a voicemail at 619-736-5813. Dale D'Antoni wishing you many monies for many moons. Moons, moons. <sighs> Let's talk about it, man. Segment two. 
Jaguars game, last game in Oakland, had a hell of a first half. And just like the last couple games, we just fizzled out in the second half. 20 to 16 loss, dropping us to six and eight on the season. And we got two games left to play. Now, believe it or not, we're not statistically eliminated from the playoffs yet. We're not. So just keep that in mind. There's still a chance. So other than the two missed field goals, other than the poor production in the second half, other than the defense that gave up 16 points and an offense that scored zero points in the second half, the, the play was stopped. The clock was stopped on a piss poor call by the referees when DC gave himself up to slide on a second and 10. They said he went out of bounds, man. There's more pictures you can find. There's more pictures you can see. But man, over here, over to the left here, there's a there's a lineman standing there looking, a line judge, looking at this guy, seeing how far away that right foot was from the out of bounds line. This was crucial. This was a crucial call in the game. Now, I'm not saying it won or lost the game. It didn't. There was a lot. Like I told you, we missed two field goals. We didn't execute on offense or defense in the second half. But this was this cost us dearly. It really did. And I'll tell you right now, what it did was it basically gave the Jaguars an extra timeout, man. So this was right as, as the time... Uh, the end of the game. Like, this was a two-minute warning that we were rolling up on here when this went down. Absolutely ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. They called uh, John Gruden today and apologized. Cool, man. Thanks for being sorry. Thanks for being sorry for making a shitty call. What are we supposed to do? Highlights. Well, the defense held uh, Leonard Fournette to 42 yards, which is good. Offensive line gave up four sacks of D.C., Raiders led in every statistical category in the game and still lost. Man, every statistical category and lost the game. Eight receptions, 122 yards for Waller to Baller. And the Condor and Deion Jordan both had a sack. Those were good things. The way we drove the ball in the, in the first half was, was a good thing as well. Sad times, man. I hate that we went out that way. I hate that I had friends. Jaguar fans from work, Debo and Pico, you, you guys know them if you watch the show. They came to, man, they came out to East County Raider Nation and watched the game with us. And it was, it was, it was brutal, man. We got some phone calls from those, uh, those knuckleheads. <sighs> On here as well, man, uh, that we'll get to in segment four. All I'm going to say, man, I, I hear a lot of guys that have shows talking about how the fans shouldn't have freaked out like that and thrown stuff on the field and booed Derek Carr and all that. Man, shut up. Like, everybody's going to do what they're going to do. People were extremely emotional. Yes, throwing things on the field like that was, you know, it's a little, you know, immature, right? Could have hurt somebody. But, man, look what these people are losing. You know, these, these are people that have been going to that stadium. And in the last 17 years, they've been going to that stadium. And only in 2016, they had a... They had a winning season. Like one winning season in, in, in 17 years, man. And you don't think they're a little pissed off and they're going to react emotionally, viscerally? They are because they care. And Raider Nation, Raider fandom is visceral. It's in your DNA. It's in your body. It's who you are. Once you go to a Raiders tailgate, once you experience Raider Nation, it takes over.
and they reacted the way they reacted. I got no problem with it, man. I got no problem with them booing. Like, I get it, man. They were emotional. So, hey, Raider Nation, check it out. You're not going to hear me talk shit about how you guys did, how you showed out at the end of the game on Saturday. Hell, good on you, man. You deserve better. And let's talk about our last home game this year. We got the LA Dischargers coming up. Everybody knows how much I love those guys. Uh, which, obviously, uh, it's the last home game for the Raiders this year because we run L.A., and you can read the shirt. Beef tees. All-time record, the Raiders are up 10, man. So it's 64 wins to 54 losses and two ties. They're both original AFL teams. They came around in 1960. The last game was Thursday Night Football a few weeks ago where we won 26-24. So the Chargers had a lot of early injuries in the season. A lot of people were back. Uh, Joey Bosa's got 10 and a half sacks. And old man Thomas Davis has got 108 tackles, leading the team by a tremendous amount. Keenan Allen's a 1,000-yard receiver again. What I don't want you to lose sight on, Raider Nation, is the fact that the Raiders and the Chargers are eternally tied to one another. Not only the relocation crap that happened a few years ago and, you know, they'll be playing in the new state. Well, they'll be playing in the Rams new stadium next year. We'll be playing in our stadium in Las Vegas next year. But, you know, Al Davis got his start down there in the NFL. He, he you know, he coached that team uh, and he would, you know, later uh, become the Raiders owner. Right. But he started off as an assistant coach for the Chargers and he became the head coach in Oakland in 1963. And the rest is history. What we have to do to win this game, you ready? You ready for some riveting pod show? We got to freaking play better, man. We got to, listen, you know, I hear Renfro's back and that's good. And I think that he's a third down threat. Hope he's 100% or close to it. They say Josh Jacobs is going to play if he's, if he's healthy. Uh, that's what John Gruden came out and said. The defense did pretty decent last game, except for the second half. Here's what we need to do. We need to play four quarters of football the way that we played the first two quarters of football last Sunday. That's what needs to happen. We need to be able and block. The offensive line is going to have to keep those, those animals out of the backfield and give Derek Carr time to throw the football. It's pretty much the same thing, man. we got to run the football, man. You guys know how this works. And I'll tell you who else needs a big game. You know who else needs a big game? Just because it makes me happy. The guy who's going to lead us into our phone call segment. That's who needs a big game. Hit it. What's up, y'all? This is the Condor, Max Crosby. You're listening to Mojo's Pod Show. Just win, baby. Shout out to you, man. All right. So, man, we got we, we got some phone calls today, homies. Raider Nation. Uh, got a few, man, and I'm and I'm so happy. So, first off, I got I didn't play a, a call last week from Pico and Debo because they called while I was actually shooting the show. So they were a little too late. I'm going to get that in because I promised them I would. They're going to talk a little bit of shit about what happened uh, this past weekend. And, hey, you know what? They earned it, man. So, you know, I'm giving them a platform to do that. I got a call from my boy, Chuck Splatterhead McCann in New Jersey. I was hanging out with his son at East County Raider Nation this weekend. I got a call from Raider Rue, my boy. He gave us my first watch 
uh, over the weekend on Saturday. I appreciate that. I got a call from my boy Rich from the IE. If you don't know what the IE is, you're not a California dude. It is the Inland Empire. Just a little up north here from me, man. I'm glad Rich called in. And last but not least, my boy, fellow made man, Raider Ramon. You might know him as the guy that embraced Josh Jacobs in the black hole of the Lions game wearing the Iron Man Raiders mask. Without further ado, let's get to these calls. Duval! Duval. What up, Mojo? This is Debo. It's Nico. We want to talk about our Raiders experience. Let's bring up last year's Seahawks game. You guys remember when your boy DC was crying? Crying? He had Max Taylor running down his feet. What? At a regular season. See what I deal with, man? That's who we got to play? Disaster. Disaster. Let's be real. We're going to play. We're going to watch the shit of the shittiest teams. The toilet bowl. The toilet bowl, baby. But we're playing against a quarterback who's crying. I can't take that, Mojo. I can't take that. Take that master away, Mojo. You ain't tough enough for that. <laughs> All right. So other than the fact that these two people are complete idiots, they got a point. You know, they're bringing up when uh, supposedly DC was crying against the Seahawks. I'm gonna I'm gonna defend my boy. It looked a lot like he was crying, but uh, he said he wasn't, and I I believe my dog, man. So here's the Debo and Pico after they got to experience East County Raider Nation and after they got that dub that, that they straight up stole from us. Uh, here, here's the reactions. Duval. Mojo, talk to me. Poppin' on Sunday. Let me start by saying great part, great experience with you guys about the Raider Nation. I must stop you right there, Pico. Hey, you know, I'll do my plug for them right now, man. My East County Raider Nation, brothers and sisters, man, thanks for all the support that you guys give the show. Thanks for all the camaraderie that we have together that we've had all year long. We still got two more games that we're going to do together this year, baby, and I love it, and I can't wait. And shout out to our bartenders and the bar owners over at Main Tap on uh, Main Street here in El Cajon, California. You're ever in the area, man, come by, and you're going to enjoy your Raiders experience. Onward. Well, too much early celebration for you guys. You know, the kicker missed two field goals. Derek Carr didn't know what to do. He pulled that big old sign. I think that was a zero because you didn't accomplish nothing. And then you had a rookie to take over the last two minutes and score you guys. Talk to me about that. Great experience for me for the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Great. I got people over here laughing. People got to say something. Hey, Mojo. <laughs> I just want to say, hey, thanks for the invite to the bar, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk real talk, man. It was a bad beat, man. If you're a big-time guy, it was a bad beat. I really thought the Raiders were going to smash the Jags. That's my team. And, you know, I really thought that was going to happen in the Black Hole, the legendary stadium. I'm a little – I'm not going to lie. I don't want to gloat. I feel kind of bad for the Raider Nation. So, seriously, I mean, like, I really thought they were going to smash us. But Derek Carr's got to go. He's got to go. That slide towards that, – that whole controversy about the slide, that was the stupidest move he could make. I don't really understand what he was doing. The All right, so I'm going to disagree with that, okay? I'm not disagreeing with the – we need to move on from Carr. I think most of Raider Nation can agree that the jury's out 
on, on that. But that was not a dumb move. What he did was he took off for a first down. Uh, he got some yardage. He uh, gave up his body. He slid, and he slid inbounds. So the clock was supposed to continue to, to, to tick, and it would have taken us to the two-minute warning. Things would have been a little bit different. Even if we would have went three and out after that, uh, after two-minute warning, there would have been less time on the clock for the Jaguars, and there would have been one less timeout that the Jaguars would have been able to use to, to go down the field and score. So got to disagree with you a little bit on that, uh, Debo. Onward. Kicker did miss some field goals. He's out. A lot of those guys got to go. I want to see the Raiders do good, man. Thank you. And I got to say, at least we gave a Raiders a good game towards the end. Because it had to be a good game towards the end. But, hey, good luck. We'll see what happens next game. Next game. See ya. Dubo out. <laughs> All right, fellas. Hey, I really appreciated this little back and forth we've had all week, man, the last two weeks. I've been talking smack to these guys for, for a year. When I found out they were, that we were going to play the Jags, you know, I work with these knuckleheads. So I started right in on them, man. So, yeah, thanks for calling, guys. I got nothing, man. Hey, you know, uh, you're right. You know, I mean, we gave it away. We gave the game away. You guys took it. You know, you scored. You used every opportunity you had given to you to, to score, but... We gave that one up, and we should have had it, and they should have had it for the fans. Uh, I, there's no reason for me to continue talking about this. Onward, up. Let's go to let's go to uh, Chuck Splatterhead McCann out in New Jersey. You know what they say uh, about dudes that live in New Jersey, man. So you ask some, you you run into somebody that's from New York. You ask them, yeah, what borough are you from? What city are you from? Queens, whatever. What, you, you run into a guy from New Jersey. What are you asking? What exit are you from? Ooh, they hate that. Let's go. Hey, Mojo, this is Splatterhead. Uh, let's talk, brother. All right. Um, Kaiser, um, I'm going to say not the answer, man. And I'm going to say car ain't the answer either. So let me throw a scenario at you. See what you think. I say we have the capital. We go after, uh, now don't, don't fall out of your chair. We go after Eli Manning after this season ends. All right? Bring in a veteran with two Super Bowl rings. Behind that line, he can make things happen. At the same time, you pick up a number one wide out in free agency. Hey, man, I fell out of my chair, dog. What are you, t what are you talking about, Chuck? Onward. Vegas is very attractive to these guys. Give them a number one wide out because that's what we're – missing other than an entire defense now that he's going to fall down in the draft position we pick up Tua. uh he's going to need a year or two to sit back on the sidelines anyway after this injury so let him sit behind a 38 39 year old veteran quarterback that's won the big show twice against the patriots by the way and uh see where we go from there man i don't know Sounds like a good move going into Vegas to me. Kaiser, I'm not not running with that one, brother. Um, and I, you know, Carr, hey, man, nice guy, you know, but just ain't, uh, I can't defend the dude anymore, man. Not not that there's not a lot of other gaping holes in the uh, in the team. But I'll stop you there again, Splatterhead. 
totally agree, man. I I just can't keep defending the cat. It's not all on him, man. You know, Gruden and, and the rest of the offensive guys have a lot to, to answer for with some of the uh, – you know, conservative play calling that they've made over the last few weeks, especially in the second half. But yeah, I I, I am going to agree with you on that, man. Let's uh, let's hear the rest. Onward. I don't know. It's the defeatism that I don't like. The pouting on the sidelines and the no hurry up to get to the line of scrimmage and then making piss poor decisions. I just I can't deal with it. Um, those are my thoughts, man. And uh, to close this conversation out, since it is Saturday, um. Go Army. All right. See you, brother. Oh, man. Chuck, come on, bro. Me and your son are in the Navy, homie. You going to go Army on me? Yo, we're going to have to get together, homie. We're going to have to talk. Eli Manning, not the answer, bro. Not the answer. He had, uh, what's the kid, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. or whatever up there in New York, man. He got that, um, you know, Penn State. Freaking running back, whatever his name is up there, man. He couldn't win. He got benched for a rookie. Uh, I don't think Eli's the answer. Well, you know, hey, man, agree to disagree. I am interested in seeing what they can do with Kaiser. Kaiser hasn't had an opportunity, really. You know, he got drafted out of Notre Dame by the by the Browns. The Browns, right? Uh, before they started trying to clean up there and bring in some quality guys. You know, then he was Rogers back up, and then we brought him in. So, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be the second coming of Lamar Jackson or anything like that, man. But what I'm saying is he's bigger, he's stronger. And, hey, why not take a shot, man? He's already on the roster. Jury's still out. Chuck, thanks for calling, man. Mad respect. But don't ever don't ever call me with no uh, go Army beat Navy shit, dude. Come on, bro. Next, next we going down to my boy. Uh, who I got here? Oh man, I don't remember who this was. Let's let's play this one. Mojo Raider Roo, senior Raider Roo. call. Raider Roo call, man. I don't have his number stored, uh, but I do now, brother, and I appreciate it. And what makes me really excited about you calling Roo is that uh, the first time you listened to my show was was last week's episode. And I really appreciate you uh, engaging after that. So, hey, as always, you know, new listeners, anybody who just stumbles on this, I want feedback. Come on with it. Onward. You mind who's got to go? So, for me, Gunther got to go. Dude's lost in the sauce and is too stubborn with his sorry-ass scheme and wanting linebackers who can't cover it being zone coverage every third down, maybe switch it up and choose a defense and run a man once in a while on third down, and they might not know what's coming. Anyways, I can't yeah. think out there. Whitehead, go. Lawson, go. Worley can go, too. No, oh, who else on defense? Whatever. Especially Gunther and Morrow, the Whitehead, the linebackers, got to be replaced entirely. Um, I think Tyrell Williams can go. He's got hand. Let me stop you real quick. Yeah, man, here's the thing. A lot of people are saying Tyrell Williams uh, needs to stick around because he had the uh, foot injury and da-da-da-da-da. Well, I don't know about you, man, but uh, my feet hurt and don't have nothing to do with me catching a football. My hands and my feet aren't the same extremity. I'm with you on that, homie. Marcus Joyner, get the hell out of here. We're paying you too much. Onward. The steel, brick, whatever. Can't catch save his life anymore. 
And uh, Parker, not really a backup offensive tackle. That was a mistake. He can go. And, of course, I think Carr needs to go. Is he the reason that we're losing these last five games, whatever it is, in a row we've lost? No, not alone. But I think he's a terrible fit in Gruden's offense because despite some people's belief, the West Coast offense is not always a get-the-ball-at-quick offense like the spread offense. Carr's best in the spread. Gruden loves his West Coast offense. Carr does not fit there. And I just think ever since he had those injuries, he's not the same. He gets panicky too easy. Once his first uh, first read isn't there, he panics. He can't make the play. He misses. He just doesn't see the field well. I agree with that statement. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll challenge anybody who's a hardcore Derek Carr supporter to call in the show, um, send, you know, link up with me on Twitter or whatever. But, you know, if you see it any, any other way, I, I do want to hear your side because, you know, time after time after time after time, we see him, you know, his first read dissolving and then he's missing guys that are open on that second, third read. So, Rue, 100% agree with you, dog. You are preaching right now. Onward. I think it's time to move on. That's – I'm the most frustrated with him, but he's not – I don't think he's the only problem, but – until we, if you don't have that guy at quarterback, if you don't have that guy, you got to keep looking. All right, man, enjoy the show. Catch you later. Go Raiders. Go Raiders, Rue. Hey, once again, I really appreciate you calling. I'm going to agree with you. It, it, uh, I would like to see something happen there with us. Maybe, you know, I, I'm not saying replace this guy, man. I'm saying he's he's a good enough quarterback to be our 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 quarterback right now. Until we find that replacement. All I'm saying is, bring a guy in from free agency, like Chuck said, right? Maybe not Eli Manning, but a free agent, right, with some experience. Or just to compete. Or bring a, bring a young guy on board, draft a quarterback, go for it. Go for it. You know what I mean? Like, you're only going to win with, with the right people. And I think it's apparent that he's just not the right guy. I, You're right, Rube. I. I'm gonna go on to the to the next uh, caller, brother. Appreciate you calling. Over to Rich from the IE. Hey, Mojo. This is Raider Rich coming from the IE. Um, first of all, I want to say I'm loving the show, brother. Loving it a lot. Second of all, I want to say everybody in the Raider Nation needs to, you know, keep their heads up. This is not the season, you know. We thought we would have, you know, especially, you know, mid-season. But a lot of the stars on this team and, and the foundation of this team is, is rookies. Red Rich, 100%, dog. Hey, our future's so bright, I got to wear shades, bro. We got some great young foundational talent. We, we're drafting five kids in the first 90 of the draft this year, which I'll be at. Make sure you guys come out to Vegas and watch this draft. Onward. And... You can clearly see his injuries, and a lot of them hitting the wall. And that's okay. It happens. They're rookies. Next year, along with, you know, another rookie draft class, Mike Mayock has put this team in a situation to succeed. This team, given, you know, a 6-4 and four record next year, is not going to squander it. I'm happy for the future of the Raiders. And it's going to be awesome to see them, you know, grow, mature, and be just dogs. Mm. 
But hey, man, you keep cool and keep doing this podcast because it's, it's really good. Later. Here's the deal. One, thank you. Thanks for the support, my man. I, I appreciate uh, the props. Uh, and I also agree with you. You know, Rich coming with a little bit more of a positive note tonight, uh, talking about how the future's bright. And we do have some great young rookie talents, and we do have some guys coming in. And Mike Mayock is the right GM to build a franchise, and I think he proved it last year with the draft, and he's proven it this year with the play on the field. Jonathan Abrams coming back, absolute goon. To quote my boy Just Win Johnny at OneNationFanware.com. Check his ass out. Let's go. Yeah, once again, thanks for calling Rich Inland Empire. What up? Last but not least, my boy, fellow made man from our far Raider, Ramona. What's up, Mojo? This is Raider Ramona, man. Just calling to say congratulations on the pod show and all the affiliations you've been getting. Good to see you doing well on your maiden voyage, blessed by that autumn wind. Would have been nice to get some wins, though, huh? Mm. <laughs> oh, in regards to your Facebook post, man, I don't know names for free agents or drafts. I do know we'll be looking at some receivers, probably a, a true number one, and we need some help on defense. Maybe even a kicker. Is that too soon? <laughs> nah, man. Anyways, right. keep the good work, man. One Nation, and it's on to Vegas. Stay loyal to that soil. You know what it is, Raider Ramon. Raider Ramon, that's my dog, man. You ever do? Hey, you ever want to go on a tailgate, man, and enjoy yourself? You need to go with my boy Ray Ramon. Hey, man. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I posted earlier on some socials about um, who who would be your dream free agent signing. Like, who would you like to bring in? I hear a lot of guys talking about Ngakwe, the the guy that uh, got after DC for uh, the 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 Jags this this past weekend. We need linebackers, bro. We need linebackers. And we need wide receivers. We need, you know, and I don't care about how big the name is. <laughs> we just need a wide receiver and a linebacker that, one, the linebacker needs to be able to cover. He needs to be able to pass cover. Um, he needs to be able to stop the run. Obviously, you know, you know, a guy I would sell the farm for, Luke Keekley, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, that's what we need. We need that dominant guy that can do both, stop the run and cover. We need somebody that can cover the tight end. Look at the tight ends in the AFC West. we got to be able to cover a tight end. Uh, thanks for calling, Ray Ramon. I appreciate that. Wide receiver-wise, let me get back to that real quick before I close out, man. Hey, the wide receiver thing, 100%. We need a wide receiver, whether it's in free agency, because we got the money to spend as long as we spend it on the right people. we got the money to spend. Um, and we also have the draft capital that we can we can bring in a legitimate number one receiver. And I trust Mayock, just like you, to make the right decision on talent evaluation and bring the guy in. It's going to be the Raiders' new Tim Brown. The Raiders' new Jerry Rice. The Raiders, you know, I mean, we, we need the guy who's going to get open. We need a guy that's going to get open, man. All right, so that does it for the calls tonight. That does it for the show tonight. And I'm trying to, I'm, let me see where I'm at. 38 minutes, man. I'm trying to get it down like a little smaller so I can keep my audience. Can I get some feedback from you guys on that? Let me know. Let me know how uh, how it's going. If you listen to the end, if you don't, if you can't stand it, more than 20 minutes, whatever, I need that feedback. So please hit me up on the socials, comment on the video on YouTube, and please make sure you check out my audio-only version on the Murph's Fan Cave. Every single possible podcast provider, you can find my 
you know, pod, podcast only show. Please be sure and subscribe to Mojo's Pod Show on YouTube. Make sure you hit that bell, click that bell so that you'll get notified whenever I do post a new video and you'll get all the up to date stuff. But most, most importantly, hey, there's the number. Riff Raff told you the number. You seen the number the whole show. Call the number. Leave a voicemail. If you're one of my friends that have been asking me what to talk about, hey, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Can I call? Yes. Miss Laura, I'm talking to you. You guys call. Call, leave a message. You're going to get on the show. You know, let's go, man. Let's talk about it. Hey, I'm out. As always, shout out to Raiders Fan Radio, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy J. My boy Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Raider Ramon, Big Raider Trucker. Shout out to my boy, Just Win Johnny at OneNationFanware.com. Check him out and get all your fresh gear. As always, Raider Nation, just win, baby. Please, Mojo out. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, Our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.